Homeschooling isn't just about education. It's about your kids, it's about your family, and it's about a lifestyle. Hi, my name is Jackie and I'm the founder of Homeschool Think Tank. The Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast is about community, family, education, and life. I believe that these are the things that matter to homeschool families. Tune in each week and let's talk. I'll bring you a message from my heart, an expert interview, or an interview with the ultimate homeschooling experts, homeschool families like yours. Remember to check the link in the show notes below and you'll find an article that corresponds with this episode. Finally, remember to visit homeschoolthinktank.com for more information about how we serve homeschooling families. All right, let's get started with this week's episode. So in today's podcast episode, I'm going to share a little bit about myself and why I started Homeschool Think Tank and how I serve homeschooling parents. So the reason I am recording this episode is I've recently updated Homeschool Think Tank's About page and it occurred to me that this would probably be really helpful to you. So just a little bit about myself and then I'm just going to tell you the story of how Homeschool Think Tank came to be and how it has evolved to serve homeschooling parents. So of course, I'm the founder of Homeschool Think Tank, but this sort of started with me as a homeschooling mom. I've been a homeschooling mom for more than 15 years. In addition, I am a licensed physical education teacher for grades K through 12. So I am licensed, but I am not a practicing physical education teacher. I am, however, a practicing certified life coach who helps parents with homeschooling and with personal issues. I'm also a homeschool consultant, so I help parents understand the ins and outs of homeschooling, the how-tos of homeschooling, but I also help other organizations who serve homeschooling families and I help them understand how they can better serve homeschooling families and the homeschool community at large. I also have experience teaching in both private and public schools. And before I was a physical education teacher, I actually worked in a nationally accredited preschool with children ages two through five. And I really feel like that gave me such a strong foundation for mothering young children. In addition, I am the author of Think Homeschool, Live and Learn Your Way, and I wrote this book to help parents decide if homeschooling is the right decision for their family. And of course, I am the host of the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. So ultimately, I combine my education, skills, and experience to help parents succeed at homeschooling their kids. So I see myself as a homeschool coach, a consultant, educator, and of course a mom who is dedicated to helping you homeschool your kids successfully. So now I want to share just a little bit about my own history with education and how that has sort of shaped my thoughts and my belief system and what I share through Homeschool Think Tank today. So 
if you back way up, you know, to my early years in the public education system, I actually loved school and I really believe that I had some great teachers. I was a good student and tended to get good grades. But then if you fast forward all the way to my college years, what I found is that while I was really good at following the path that somebody had laid out for me, I sort of struggled when it came to just creating my own path and like choosing a major, you know? It's like I didn't even know what I wanted. I didn't really have a purpose in my life and so I floundered through college. I got good grades doing it, but it took me nearly six years to get my degree in physical education. Um, I just was not focused. But ultimately, I did get that degree. I graduated and got my license to teach students um, from kindergarten through 12th grade. Now, when I first graduated from college, I graduated in like December, and there really weren't physical education openings where I lived. So I went to work at a nationally accredited daycare and I actually really loved that job. I learned so much about child development, and how to nurture young children through that job. And I really feel like it set me up in a great way to be a stay-at-home mom to young children. So, and then just a little snippet of a, another aside about my history is I actually have siblings. I have three younger siblings. One of my siblings is only three and a half years younger than me. But my other two siblings are 15 and 16 years younger than me. So I had a lot of experience with little kids, you know, and my mom ran a daycare out of her home when I was in my teenage years and I would oftentimes come home, actually almost always I came home at lunch and helped her with the kids and through the lunchtime and then I went back to school. So I really just had a strong foundation with children. So then let's fast forward after I got a job at a local elementary school. I resigned from my job at the nationally accredited preschool. And now I was a PE teacher and I really loved my job and I think I was pretty good at it. And I just was working day in and day out teaching children physical education. But in my last year of teaching, I was pregnant with my oldest child and it changed my perspective of the public education system. I really started seeing that system through the eyes of a mother. And there were things that really bothered me. Like I didn't like how children were lined up all the time and they had to raise their hand to speak, to go to the bathroom, to do the most basic things. Um, I didn't like, as a PE teacher, I shared the cafeteria. And so I had a, an up close and personal view of what children were served in the cafeteria and it is utter crap. I thought that was terrible. Um, I didn't like how I could see that children's evenings were filled with homework. Even though I wasn't assigning them homework, I knew what was going on. And there were just a lot of things that just bothered me. And basically, by the time I had my, my baby in July, and by the time that May was over, right before I gave birth to my first child, 
I had basically decided I would homeschool my child because I didn't like this system. What I was seeing was the system, not just the subjects that children were being taught in school. I was seeing all the other things that children were being taught. And a lot of that was actually not to think for themselves. I didn't like how kids just accepted everything I offered and didn't challenge my thoughts. And they were just so easy to share all this information with, which, you know, clearly as a teacher, you're trying to share good information, but it just, it didn't sit well with me. I just felt like I could do better. So I basically had already made up my mind to homeschool my kids before I was done teaching. Now I had a few years to think about that, right? And I did, I thought about it a lot. So now let's fast forward to me having children. You know, I had my first child and about two and a half years later, I had my second child and I loved being a stay at home mom. I mean, I loved it. You know, pretty much from the day my children were born, I was reading books to them. You know, I mean, really, they were not even absorbing things yet. By the time I was reading the little board books, you know, I definitely was sort of identifying myself as a homeschooling parent from very early on and was taking every opportunity to teach my children in natural ways and uh, meeting with other stay-at-home moms and, you know, just really giving my kids a lot of great experiences, going to children's museums, all the things. I was just doing everything I could to give my kids a lot of great experiences. So I knew for sure, yeah, I'm gonna homeschool my kids. And it seemed so simple. Now I can remember the very first day that my oldest daughter would have gone to kindergarten if I would have enrolled her in public school. But instead I had registered her to homeschool. And really nothing changed. I had, I've been anticipating this time frame for quite a while and you know early on I started reading to my kids and then even before her quote unquote first day of school I was doing like reading lessons with her I, I had purchased a reading curriculum so we would do that most days of the week I had purchased like these history CDs and we would listen to those while we drove around town or ate lunch or whatever. Um, I'd started like a math book with her, but everything was so relaxed. It, there was no pressure, right? But on that first day of school, there was there were a few thoughts I had. Um, one of those thoughts was something along these lines. My kid's not going to school and learning how to be quiet and line up in the hallways sort of like a good little sheep. That's really what I thought. Um, but she is learning what's important. She's learning to read. She's learning math. She's learning about history. You know, I remember even playing a game with her that day. Um, we get together with other kids for them to play with. Like, But what I also remember is starting to feel like, and whether it was that day or just it started... I started feeling like this pressure. It was like the public education system on my back. Now that my child was like five years old in kindergarten, I knew that I was subject at any time that the state could check up on me, make sure we're doing exactly what we're supposed to do. 
and it just weighed on me. So while I had read about homeschooling and I had learned about a style of homeschooling called unschooling and it seemed so appealing to me and in reality, that's what I had been doing before I started bringing in these little bits of curriculum all of these years and it was working beautifully. I just couldn't bring myself to use that style of homeschooling even though I sort of thought it might be better than what I was doing. What I was doing is sort of leaning more toward a classical style of education where it was really a lot like school at home. You know, we're sitting down, we're doing handwriting, we're doing spelling, we're doing language arts, we're doing reading, we're doing math, we're doing history, we're doing science, we're doing all the things. But what happened is my focus started shifting from just connecting with my kids and helping them learn to being curriculum focused. And it sort of backfired. It really wasn't the best thing. So what I've come to realize over the years is there is a big difference between education and schooling. And while homeschooling is called homeschooling, homeschooling isn't about schooling. It's about helping your children learn helping them become well-educated. But it doesn't need to look like school at home. And if you take nothing else from this video, I hope you take that. Homeschooling doesn't have to look like doing public school at home. You want to help your children learn. You want your children to be educated. But it doesn't have to look like school. And that is such a huge concept to wrap your mind around and to embrace. So while homeschooling my first child was pretty simple, homeschooling my second child was anything but simple. I was challenged every single day and I was struggling to teach my own child. And I now realize that my child, my younger child, had some learning challenges, had some sensory issues and other considerations. I didn't realize it in the moment. And a few years in, I was struggling so much with teaching her that I truly could not imagine homeschooling her one more day. And I made the really difficult decision, I almost feel emotional, um, I do feel emotional, to send her to school. Um, and that seems so simple, like to just make the decision to send her to school. But that decision was anything but simple for me. Whew, I didn't expect this. <laughs> I felt like a failure as a mom. I felt like I can't even teach my own child what is wrong with me. I know so much about child development, about teaching children. I just had so much experience with kids. How was it that I couldn't teach my own daughter? And I really felt like I failed. And I did, I just felt like a failure as a mom. But 
I sent her to school. And it was actually a small private school. The classroom size when we enrolled her was very small compared to most classrooms. There were a total of 14 kids. The teacher was outstanding and it was the right decision. So in hindsight, while that was so hard for me because all I ever wanted to do was homeschool my kids, it was the right decision for that daughter at that time. And I continued to homeschool my older daughter while my younger daughter went to private school. But fast forward about a year and a half and a lot of things had changed at my daughter's school and it was no longer the same situation that it was when we enrolled her. The class size was actually quite a bit bigger than it had been when we enrolled her. There were some other challenges and my youngest daughter was really struggling with the environment in her classroom. For her, there was a lot of sensory overload, which <laughs> over the years, it, it took me a while to really realize that she just had some other challenges to consider. So very cautiously, we brought her back to homeschooling. And I have to admit, I was scared to do it. I was scared that I would fail. Um, I It really wasn't at that point my first choice because if it would have stayed the same as it had been the year before, I would have left her at the private school because it was really great in that first year, but the second year just wasn't. Um, and I didn't really feel like other options were great options for us. So homeschooling was the next best option. So we brought her back home. And I remember during those months that she can't, came back home. Um, oh, let me back up just a second. So when my daughter had gone to private school, I actually in that same time frame had sought the recommendation and help of a very good therapist because I recognized that we had some challenges and I didn't know how to deal with them all. And through that time in therapy, it became abundantly clear to me that our th therapist's primary goal was to help me as the mom reestablish my connection, my bond with my child because it had been severely damaged. You know, I had put so much focus on this curriculum, curriculum, curriculum as a homeschooling mom that where all of my focus prior to the kindergarten age was on connecting with my daughter, it had shifted toward this focusing on curriculum and checking all the boxes. And I had damaged our relationship. So that lesson of focusing on connection had become so strong that when I brought her back to homeschooling, I would just repeat this mantra to myself connection before curriculum. So when things got a little challenging, it would remind me, stay calm, stay connected with your daughter. If you need to help her learn in a different way, help her learn in a different way. If we need to change what we're doing, we're going to change things. I focused on my connection with my child before the curriculum. My connection always comes first to this day. Nothing trumps my connection with my daughter. 
because I recognize that if I don't have a connection with her, it's difficult for me to help educate her. And I believe that even as a teacher in a classroom, you need to focus on the connection with the children first before the curriculum. Kids learn best when they're, they feel connected. And if a child is upset, they're not learning anyway. If there's a lot of tension in the room, they're not learning what you're trying to teach them anyway. Focus on your connection first. That is foundational to homeschooling your kids successfully. So while back then I hadn't started homeschool think tank yet, I hadn't founded it yet. That lesson, that mantra that I repeated to myself, connection before curriculum, that is a big part of my philosophy for homeschooling. So just in a nutshell, I focus on connection with you and your child first. Community, you need to have community. Education, and education is not the same as schooling. It's different. When you're educating your child, you're helping your child learn. It's not about you as the teacher. It's about your child as the learner. And I think that's just so foundational. And then over the years, I have incorporated sort of like, let's make it fun, right? So fun, connection, community, education. And when I first started with the connection, it was really about you and your child. But while I teach it last, it's actually one of the most important parts. You have to have a good connection with yourself, which is a lot of what I do with Homeschool Think Tank. You know, I offer a podcast to help you learn all about homeschooling. And then I also offer coaching to homeschooling parents. And with my homeschool coaching services, what I do is I combine my homeschool consulting services, so the ins and outs of homeschooling, the homeschooling, the how-tos of homeschooling, I combine that with my skills as a certified life coach to help you homeschool your kids successfully. But those skills that I bring to the table as a certified life coach, what we're really focusing on first and foremost is your connection with yourself your relationship with yourself, because that trickles into everything else that you do. It trickles into your relationships with your children, with your spouse, with other people in the world. So it's like, have fun, connection, community, education, connect with you. So, but I know like, I know what people need to learn first and like the simple concepts to grasp, but then I really help you succeed by learning that how you manage yourself as a homeschooling parent will make the difference between succeeding and failing at homeschooling. So, you know, at this stage of the game, I've asked myself, like, was I a failure as a homeschool mom back then? And I'm going to say no, because I did what was right for my child, my family, myself in that time frame at that moment. That was the right decision. Was I right to bring her back to homeschooling when I did? Yeah, I think I was. But you know, you will never know for sure on your yes or your no to any decision. You simply are making the best decisions that you can 
in the time frame. So now I want to bring in another aspect of how Homeschool Think Tank came to be and why I started Homeschool Think Tank. But those experiences that I had early on, even the, what felt like a failure at the time, is critical. Those moments were so important to what I share with parents today. And I believe that those very difficult times for me will help you succeed at homeschooling. So after my daughter had already returned to homeschooling, I do have an older daughter who I haven't said a whole lot about because really it was so easy with her. And I don't feel like I would be in the position to help you with homeschooling. I wouldn't be as well positioned to help you with homeschooling if it all would have been easy for me. I had to have those challenges. I think it was great that for some part it was easy homeschooling. On the other hand, I had some big challenges with homeschooling because I don't really know how I would help you so well if I wouldn't have had those challenges because I wouldn't understand what it's like to be a struggling homeschooling parent. So now, fast forward, my, at the time, preteen daughter had taken up writing novels, really. Like she was, she had started writing and it's like every night she would dream and she would, would wake up inspired and she would take her laptop to the recliner every morning and sit down and write and write and write. And this went on for like years. And at some point I thought, I think my daughter might want to publish someday. I probably ought to start learning about self-publishing because I knew the chance of getting a publisher for my kid was probably slim to none. But I knew that there was this whole world of self-publishing out there. So I decided to learn about it. And what I decided to do was to write a book because I didn't want to learn about the self-publishing process with the book that my daughter had been working on for years. And so the first day I worked on this book, well, I'll back it up a little here. So this idea came to mind in the fall of 2017, but I actually made the decision to just wait until after the holidays. I was like, you know what? It's going to get busy here. I'm not starting a book right now. Let's get through the holidays. Then I'll start this book. But in the meantime, I started thinking a lot about what I was going to write about. And at some point I must have sat down and like brainstormed about what to write about. And I quickly ruled out fiction. I was like, okay, I'm not writing some novel or something like that. So I decided I would write something nonfiction, something true that I could just sort of draw on my own experiences from. And I thought about a lot of different things. And, you know, I thought about organization. I am a natural organizer and that's very easy for me. I could teach about that all day long. I thought about all sorts of different things. But eventually I decided to write about homeschooling. I thought, you know what, I know a lot about homeschooling. I feel like I have something to offer. I can write a book about this. But I didn't really know what angle I was going to take with that. But then in the meantime, so I'd already decided on homeschooling and shortly after that, there was actually 
one of the school shootings in our community that there were so many school shootings in that following year. Um, and so that helped me focus in. It's like, okay, I'm going to help parents decide if homeschooling is the right decision for them because there's a lot to just know. And I think parents have preconceived notions about homeschooling and I wanted to just help them understand what it's really about. So that's what I decided to do. So by the time I really started working on the book, I this all gets sort of muddled for me, but what I know is I was gonna write a book and at some point I realized I'm gonna start a business around homeschooling. Like I started recognizing that I'd had all these challenges over the years and struggles of my own and I thought other people need help with this stuff too, but I also started coming up with solutions to the problems I had experienced. And just, I had like all of these ideas. So January of 2018, I founded Homeschool Think Tank. And I really sat down to dive into this book. And I have to say, I don't recommend starting with writing a book if you want to start a business, but that's where I started. And around May, I finished the book. And I literally remember this. So one night I'm sitting, like I'm typing, I'm like, I'm done. And I lean back and I'm like, oh, I have finished this book. I was so happy. Closed my computer up for the night. The next day I drop my kids off at this homeschool activity. I go to the library. I'm going to work on, you know, just like more, there's more to do. Once the book is done, there's still more to do. So I open it and I'm like clicking on the file. Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. So I call my brother, who is an IT guy, and get this. He didn't even know I was writing a book. I was so far out of my comfort zone with writing a book that I had told nobody but my own husband, children, my mother and sister that I was writing a book. Nobody else knew. So, <laughs> um, and yeah, there's a whole lot more I could say about that, but we'll just keep moving. But anyway, so... My brother's like, you're writing a book? Yeah. <laughs> so he gets on my computer virtually that night, looks for my book. Like He's like, Jackie, if you wanted to spend like $5,000 to have somebody go through this and they might be able to pull some fragments of it and piece it together, maybe get 80% of your book back, I don't know. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to do that. Um... It was gone. I really, I felt like such a fool. I had not backed up my book anywhere and I know better. I went to college. I backed up every paper I had ever written, but all I'd really done on a computer aside from this book for the last decade or more was my bills, like an occasional Google search. I really had done nothing of significance and it literally had just not crossed my mind. So the next morning I woke up and I remember like tears in my eyes, like all of that hard work was just vanished. It was gone. And I realized I had a decision to make. I thought if I start this book again, like I am all in on homeschool think tank on the book and otherwise I'm folding. I'm going to close my business. I'm done. 
And I got up and I got to work again. And it's like I put a stake in the ground. I was committed. And that was really like, you know, while I had started Homeschool Think Tank six months prior, that was really like, I am committed to making this work, to serving homeschooling families, to learning everything I have to learn, to publish, to build a business, to do what I need to do to help homeschoolers. So after I lost this book, I remember thinking to myself, I have to toughen up if I'm going to succeed in business. So I started looking for information about mindset and ways to improve my mindset. So while I started learning more about mindset to help me succeed with Homeschool Think Tank, what I came to realize is that what I was learning was helping me improve my parenting skills and show up as a better homeschooling parent. And at some point I thought, everybody needs to know this. Like every homeschooling parent needs to have these tools, needs to have this awareness around their mindset because this is what will make the difference between succeeding or failing at homeschooling. And I decided to become a life coach. Now, while I didn't act on that decision immediately, I knew that's where I was going. I knew I wanted to become a certified life coach, which is part of why I started sharing my Mindset Mondays episodes on the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast because I wanted to know, like, is this going to confuse homeschooling parents? Is this something that parents want? And I've decided that, yeah, they do want that. I get just as many downloads on those mindset episodes as I do around the homeschooling, the parenting episodes, the education episodes. Homeschooling parents need to know about their mindset. They need better awareness around it because it will make all the difference in how you approach homeschooling your kids. So today I am a certified life coach. And I do help homeschooling parents in all sorts of ways. I help you with the day-to-day aspects of homeschooling your kids. I help parents like you with personal problems, things that seem unrelated to homeschooling. And the reason I coach parents, not only on homeschooling things, but about personal things as well, is I understand that all of your life impacts how you show up as a homeschooling parent. If you're worried about something over here, a relationship with your mother, your spouse, money, um, your own self-confidence, whatever it may be, it impacts how you show up as a parent. And it impacts your ability to focus on homeschooling your kids. But then again, if you're struggling in your relationships like I was as a homeschooling mom with your child, if you can learn the tools that I have to teach you, it can make a difference as to whether you're able to continue homeschooling your child or you find yourself enrolling them in school because you don't know what else to do. So this is why 
I became a certified life coach. Like, I genuinely want to help you succeed at homeschooling. So again, when you sign up for homeschool coaching with me, I am combining my experiences as a homeschooling mom, my experiences as an educator in a public school, private school, and as a homeschooling parent, my experiences working in a nationally accredited child development center, my experiences as a physical education teacher, my education as a certified life coach, all of these things. I bring them together. I answer your questions around homeschooling, help you understand what it's about, what your options are, but I also bring in my skills as a certified life coach to help you homeschool your kids successfully. So with that, I want you to understand that I am truly here to serve you, to help you. And you can sign up for a free homeschool consultation with me. All you have to do is check the link beneath this video or beneath this podcast episode. It will take you to the article that goes with this. And in that article, you will see how you can sign up for a homeschool consultation with me. When you sign up for that consultation, all you need to do is mark your calendar. There's nothing you have to do to get ready. When you come to the call, I'll simply ask you some questions to find out where you are in your homeschooling journey, whether you're simply thinking about homeschooling, whether you're already homeschooling your kids, whether you want help improving how things are going in your homeschooling, or whether you just want help with personal things. Because as a homeschooling parent, you have other things going on too. And as a certified life coach, I can help you with those other things. And we can just combine it all. One day I can help you with homeschooling things, another day it can be personal things. But I help you where you are in your life so that you can succeed at homeschooling your kids. All right, check the link beneath this video, beneath this podcast episode, and sign up for a homeschool consultation with me. That's it for today. Live and learn your way. My name is Jackie, and I am your host of the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast and video channel. Bye-bye. I want to say thank you for listening to the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, I'd like to ask you to take a moment to follow this podcast and share it with a friend. Remember to check the show notes for a link to the article that corresponds with this podcast episode. In this article, we'll include any links that we mentioned in this episode. And remember that you can search all of the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast episodes at homeschoolthinktank.com.